the sutra of the heart of transcendent knowledge. Thus have I heard, once the Blessed One was dwelling in Rajagriha at Vulture Peak Mountain, together with a great gathering of the Sangha of monks and a great gathering of the Sangha of Bodhisattvas. At that time, the Blessed One entered the Samadhi that expresses the Dharma called Profound Illumination, and at the same time, noble Avogateshvara, <coughs> Bodhisattva Mahasattva, while practicing profound Prajnaparamita, saw the five skandhas to be empty of nature. Then, through the power of the Buddha, Venerable Shariputra said to noble Avogateshvara, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, how should a son or daughter of noble family train who wishes to practice the profound Prajnaparamita? Addressed in this way, noble Avogateshvara, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, said to Venerable Shariputra, O Shariputra, son or daughter of noble family who wishes to practice the profound Prajnaparamita should see in this way, seeing the five skandhas to be empty of nature. Form is emptiness, emptiness also is form, emptiness is no other than form, form is no other than emptiness. In the same way, feeling, perception, formation, and consciousness are emptiness. Thus, Shariputra, all dharmas are emptiness. There are no characteristics, there is no birth and no cessation. There is no impurity and no purity. There is no decrease and no increase. Therefore, Shariputra, in emptiness there is no form, no feeling, no perception, no formation, no consciousness, no eye, no ear, no nose, no tongue, no body, no mind, no appearance, no sound, no smell, no taste, no touch, no dharmas, no eye.to up to no mind.to, no dhatu of dharmas, mind consciousness.to, no ignorance, no end of ignorance up to no old age and death. No end of old age and death, no suffering, no origin of suffering, no cessation of suffering, path, no wisdom, no attainment, and no non-attainment. Therefore, Shariputra, since the Bodhisattvas have no attainment, they abide by means of Prajnaparamita. Since there is no obscuration of mind, there is no fear. They transcend falsity and attain complete nirvana. All the Buddhas of the three times by means of Prajnaparamita fully awakened to surpassable true, complete enlightenment. Therefore, the great mantra of Prajnaparamita, the mantra of great insight, the unsurpassed mantra, the unequaled mantra, the mantra that calms all suffering should be known as truth since there is no deception. Prajnaparamita mantra is said in this way. Teata Om Gate Gate Paragate Parasangate Bodhisoha Shariputra, the Bodhisattva Mahasapa, should train the profound Prajnaparamita. And the Blessed Woman rose from that Samadhi and praised Noble Avogateshvara, the Bodhisattva Mahasapa, saying, Good, good, O son of noble family, thus it is, O son of noble family, thus it is. One should practice the profound Prajnaparamita just as you have taught, and all the Tathagatas will rejoice. When the Blessed One had said this, Shariputra, the Bodhisattva, Mahasattva, that whole assembly in the world with its gods, humans, Asuras, and Gandharvas, rejoiced and praised the words of the Blessed One. Kala. Oh, 
Vedam Guru Radha Madala Gamni Radha Yami Yadanjali Yadam Laya Jovadulani ตาจุงตะตมุนมาจิเจบันติงงานติตะตมุนมาจิเจบันจิบิจิบิลาจิเจบันตาสาจิเจนะสุนตาจิบิจุงตะตมุนมาจิเจบันตะลาซามบาจ
dealing with the training uh, of the three uh, capacities under the major heading of the actual way to take full advantage of a life of leisure and opportunity. Uh, so under that we have uh, training uh, the mind or training the, mi the mind in the stage of the past shared in common with beings of small capacity, training the mind in the stage of the past shared in common with beings of medium capacity, uh, and then training the mind in the stage of the path uh, for beings of great capacity. So then beginning with that first category of training the mind in the stage of the past shared in common uh, with beings of small capacity, we have the first uh, uh, um, point that's made uh, training the, uh, uh, that uh, deals with the actual training of thought of a person of small capacity uh, and then a second category that says the uh, um, um, measure of that training of thought of a person of small capacity uh, and then a third category or point that's made that dispels any misconceptions that one might have uh, about a person of small capacity. So that uh, first category uh, training the mind in the stage of the past shared in common with persons of uh, a small capacity as three categories. The first category, the actual training of thought of a person of small capacity, or, uh, um, has two categories. Developing the state of mind that strives diligently for the sake of future lives, uh, and then the next category of relying on a means for achieving happiness in one's next life. Uh, so we've concluded the category of developing a state of mind that strives diligently for the sake of future lives, uh, and then now uh, we're in the category of uh, relying on the means for achieving happiness in one's next life. So the reliance upon uh, method section. Uh, so that section uh, begins with two major headings. The first major heading uh, is uh, um, um, uh, developing the state of refuge, the entrance uh, into the instruction uh, or excellent uh, teaching. Uh, and then the second category of developing faith and conviction in karma and its results. Uh, so these are the first two categories that are uh, um, um, shown uh, in the point of relying on the means for achieving happiness in one's uh, uh, next life. So it's the first training and going for refuge, the entrance or gateway into the uh, excellent instruction, and then the developing faith and conviction in karma and its results. So we're in the section now. Uh, uh, now, if looking at the section dealing with refuge, we find that there are four categories uh, that deal with refuge in order to explain it. Uh, first, uh, um, refuge is the, going, the causes of going for refuge. Uh, second uh, point that's made uh, based on that, the objects to which you go for refuge. Uh, two, uh, the next point is uh, um, uh, based on that, the objects you go for refuge. Two, the way you go for refuge. Uh, and then the precepts uh, the that are related to going for refuge or the advices uh, related to going for refuge. Uh, so then uh, if we look within that, uh, we're uh, um, dealing with the category of the way uh, you go for refuge. Uh, and then under the, <laughs> the major heading of the way you go for refuge, there are four categories. First, going for refuge by knowing the excellent qualities. Uh, second, going for refuge by knowing the distinctions. Third, going for refuge through commitment. And fourth, going for refuge by not acknowledging other refuges. 
refuges. So when we look at that first category of going for refuge by no way of knowing the excellent qualities, uh, we find those are there are four points that are made. The excellent qualities of the Buddha, uh, the excellent qualities of the Dharma, and the excellent qualities of the Sangha. So we've gone through all of those points, the excellent qualities of the Buddha, the Dharma, and the Sangha, uh, which deals with that first category. So we've completed the going for refuge by way of knowing the excellent qualities, uh, and now we're in the section that goes uh, deals with going for refuge by way of knowing the distinctions. Uh, so the distinctions, there are going to be six points that are made. So uh, I just have to find out where that is in the English. Uh, so it's on page 188 uh, in the English uh, where we're going to begin, going for refuge by way of knowing uh, the distinctions. And on page 141 in the Tibetan, Chabashibugunjosunwa <laughs> Chabashibugun <laughs> And what what the head of my brother? What about the rules? Okay, that's yeah. teaching now. Uh, so this section uh, that deals with going for refuge by way of knowing the distinctions or by way of knowing the differences uh, has six points that are uh, going to be made, uh, or six distinctions, if you will. So the first is the distinction uh, based on defining characteristics. The section is, second is the distinction based on enlightened activities. The third, the distinction based on devotion or uh, um, aspiration. Uh, the third uh, or fourth is the distinction based on practice. Uh, fifth, distinction based on reflection and six recollection rather. And the sixth is the uh, distinction uh, based on the increase of merit. Uh, so the first uh, point that's made, uh, we find Lama Tsongkhapa brings up uh, a point from Asanga's Compendium of uh, Determinations. Uh, where uh, it says uh, in the English text here, according to the compendium of de determinations, you go for refuge after understanding the distinctions among the three jewels. So here this is specifically um, uh, um, talking about the 
section that will, to come of the six distinctions, um, but the distinctions of the excellent qualities of the three jewels uh, and so forth are presented previously uh, in the section dealing with the excellent qualities of the Buddha, the Dharma, and the Sangha. So once you know the excellent qualities and so forth, uh, then one will have <coughs> refuge. Uh, and it's in the same way that uh, when one knows the benefits, for instance, of a medicine, the excellent qualities or the quality of a medication, uh, then he or she will want to go, go, go to or take that medication. Uh, the same holds true for any kind of thing, any item, material item. Uh, uh, once you know all about a car or what a car is and the benefits, then you'll know uh, you'll, you'll, or a house, uh, for instance, then you'll like uh, that object. Uh, you'll you'll uh, um, want to have that object. You'll go towards that object. You'll the gawa is you would like that object. Uh, so this is very similar. Once you know the excellent qualities and the differences uh, um, uh, related to these different jewels, then you can truly go for refuge because you truly know uh, the facts about them, or you truly know their their uh, essence, if you will. Uh, so you know. Uh, their excellence. Uh, so then the next point is the distinction based on defining characteristics. So here it says, the Buddha jewel has the defining characteristics of full, perfect enlightenment. Uh, the teaching jewel has the defining characteristics of arising from the Buddha jewel. Uh, and quite literally in the Tibetan, it says the teaching jewel, it, sa it doesn't even say the teaching jewel, it says uh, 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 it says the Dharma, I'm sorry, it says the Dharma jewel is a result of that. Uh, so that being the Buddha jewel. Uh, so uh, the Buddha jewel is inferred in the that in the Tibetan. Uh, and then the community jewel has a defining characteristic of correct practice by means of personal uh, instruction. So here the community jewel uh, is referring to what we've been calling uh, uh, the, the, the those aspiring to virtue jewel. Uh, and, and jewel is actually more, more better to, uh, um, translated as uh, um, a supreme rarity. Uh, so the, um, here uh, we find the points uh, made about the di differences uh, based on the de definitions or defining characteristics. The next point is the distinction based on enlightened activity. So it says the Buddha has the enlightened activity of giving sermons or uh, giving the proper instruction of scripture. Uh, uh, the teaching uh, has the enlightened activity of uh, focusing on the eradication of the afflictions and sufferings. So the object of observation of the uh, um, teaching's enlightened activity is the eradication of afflictions uh, and suffering. And this says the community uh, or the, those aspiring to virtue have the enlightened activities of fostering enthusiasm or uh, fostering uh, um, almost a, um, um, confidence in one's own abilities. So this, within this fostering enthusiasm, uh, it's the idea that it uh, gives someone the incentive, the belief that it's possible. Uh, so that's within that enthusiasm word here. Uh, and then the next point that's made is the distinction uh, based on the devotion or aspiration. So that's where we left off uh, last time. Uh, we started to go over the uh, devotion or um, um, aspiration. Uh, so uh, that's the third number three. Sumba Mubi, and conscious <laughs> one carriage in the Javarez, conscious one Jago, Jusen Carrezina, 
So the three jewels, what is the uh, reason uh, for the number um, uh, given? Uh, so what's the, the point of, of there being three? Uh, so here uh, we find in the um, Lord Matreya's sublime continuum, uh, we find in the beginning section a quote to point out uh, the reasoning behind, I can check this at the break, the reasoning behind there being uh, three vehicles. And Lord Matreya says, there being the teacher, his teaching, and his disciples leads to respective aspiration towards three vehicles uh, and to three different activities of veneration. Viewing this, the refuge is shown as threefold. Uh, so this is in Lord Matreya's sublime continuum. Uh, so here, the teacher... Uh, is referring to Lord Buddha uh, in, in this case. Uh, the teaching uh, is referring to uh, the Dharma uh, in this case. Uh, 
Uh, and then his disciples are referring to the Sangha in this case, or those aspiring uh, to virtue. So then it says, leads to the respective aspirations uh, towards three uh, vehicles. So the three different vehicles aspire to the different jewels or uh, have a liking for or an affinity for, you could translate this word mupa in so many different ways, of an affinity for uh, different jewels. So what is the reason for this? So what are the three vehicles? The three vehicles are referring to the hearer's vehicle, the solitary realizer's vehicle, uh, and the uh, bodhisattva vehicle. Uh, so it says that that's why there are three, the refuge is threefold. So we begin with the Buddha. Uh, the bodhisattvas have as their goal complete Buddhahood. Uh, so it's for this reason uh, that we say that the bodhisattva vehicle, those in the bodhisattva vehicle, have an affinity towards the Buddha jewel. Uh, so this is the reason they go for refuge uh, um, and aspire to be the Buddha. So they, uh, um, um, they go for refuge mainly to the Buddha jewel. Uh, the next point that's made uh, deals with uh, the Dharma. Uh, and in this case, we're uh, speaking of the solitary realizer vehicle. Uh, the solitary realizer uh, don't rely on outside instructions. Uh, there are two types of solitary realizers. I'll check this at the break. Uh, a like a rhinoceros and a absorption. I'm sorry, I just don't remember the two divisions. Uh, one first recognizes the uh, afflictions and those to be abandoned, and then the other uh, relies on complete silence and single-pointed concentration to manifest uh, those pathways and realizations uh, in, a, in a solitary place. Uh, so it's the Dharma that's truly the source of their refuge. Uh, it's the Dharma jewel, the path and the abandonments and so forth. Uh, so it's for this reason that they say the vehicle of the Prachika Buddha or solitary realizer goes for refuge to the uh, Dharma jewel. And the final jewel, uh, the spiritual, the, uh, those aspiring to virtue or the Sangha jewel uh, um, uh, needs to have instructions from teachers. Uh, then there is a necessary uh, uh, to have uh, the superiors uh, in their uh, life uh, in order to give them instructions and so forth uh, so that they can reach the state of photo destroyer. It's not possible <coughs> for the viewers without instruction and so forth to reach the state of photo destroyer. And it's that for that reason that they have an aff a particular affinity or connection towards the uh, um, uh, Sangha jewel. Uh, so here, Lord Maitreya posits that there are three jewels because there are three vehicles that have three different aspirations or connections or affinities towards uh, those different jewels for uh, specific uh, reasons. Um, so uh, this is the uh, point that's made in uh, um, uh, the, the Sublime Continuum uh, by Lord Maitreya. <coughs> Uh, so the next uh, section, uh, Okay, so then number three, uh, the distinction based on devotion. You should appreciate, appreciate the Buddha as the one to venerate and serve. You should appreciate the teaching as that which is to be realized 
and you should appreciate the community as those with whom you should associate because they have attributes that are similar to your own. Uh, so this is the uh, uh, distinction based on devotion. Uh, so now we move on uh, uh, to the, droopy, the distinction based on practice. Okay, droopy. Tangon uh, so then we begin with uh, you should appreciate the Buddha as one to venerate and serve or respect and, and, and pay homage, respect and uh, venerate and serve. Uh, so here the Bodhisattva uh, goes uh, for refuge uh, to the Buddha jewel. Um, and translators note, we're not saying only, we're saying affinity for more of an, uh, a, a devotion or affinity towards the specific jewels because of their goals and so forth and practices. Translator note finished. So the Buddha is one uh, to venerate and serve. So the bodhisattvas go for refuge uh, and have an affinity towards uh, the Buddha. Uh, so this is the reason for positing the first jewel. Uh, the Buddha jewel. The second jewel is dealt with here. It said you should appreciate the teaching as that which is to be realized. So within the Four Noble Truths, the last two, uh, two Noble Truths are the uh, superior truth of cessation and superior truth of path. So it says that path is to be meditated upon or familiarized with and cessation is to be achieved or, or realized, if you will. Uh, so this uh, um, path and cessation is referring to the Dharma jewel. So it says that which is to be realized. The Prachika Buddhas, the solitary realizers, have an affinity for the Dharma jewel because it's what they rely upon. Uh, they rely upon it as in, in a solitary way, in, if you will, uh, without the aid of, of other, other things than that. Uh, to achieve their realization. So here uh, um, uh, we're speaking about the, the, the teaching to be realized that the solitary realizers have an affinity for. And then the, follow, the final, the, you should appreciate the community 
or those aspiring to virtue as those with whom you should associate because they have attributes that are similar to your own. Uh, um, so here, one builds confidence. They, one, uh, they, uh, one, again, it's very similar to as before, this fostering enthusiasm, slightly different but similar in the case that uh, one then, because the, the, those aspiring to virtue have uh, qualities that are similar to one, uh, then, then uh, it's possible. So the, within that, that is there's potential because of this. Uh, so here, uh, um, uh, this is referring to uh, those solitary realizers. Those solitary, I'm, I'm sorry, I apologize. Those hearers, uh, the shravakas, uh, those uh, beings need friends. Uh, so they need uh, uh, community. Uh, they need, uh, it says, uh, with whom you should associate. They need associates. They need friends. Uh, in order to reach the state of foe destroyer. They need instructions. Uh, so it's for that reason that they have an affinity for uh, the Sangha Jewel or the, those aspiring uh, to virtue. Uh, so uh, it's very similar to uh, the points that are made here are very similar to uh, the reasoning found in Maitreya's sublime continuum uh, and so forth. So uh, this is the distinction based on devotion. So. That's Sombajibamarbejibadubijabajibadubijabanarimbadarichabadarindutans Tibayina, the embattled Chubatan in Dutans, and the Sanji Shijubi Dule, and then Sanji Gloma Shari put on Majib Mangaj Palazuba, Sanju Sambalazuba to Suga, Sanji Chuba Bua, Rendus and Nangasu, Sanji Shosa, Kamba Samazuya, Trija Otusal Rendu Logmarva, Rendu, Chisela Bua Nasuba. Tanangasuke, Sanji Mosu the Jigo Mate, Sanji Kunyat and Sula Kantan, Sanji Kuntu Vicheto. And then Sanjil Kubuntu Vicheto and Chubambuya, Sanjil Chubambuya, and then Rindro, Sanjil Kunye to the Chitamazuya, what the Zulindro says along the world, or to Zebaina, Sanjil Kunju Drubas, what the Negu and Drug is. The Rinja, the Tamak Tamagari Sumpre, Rinja, Samazu, Gari Samazu. Rindro and Tamarva, that's also again combat to Tamazu. Oh, okay. And to look and Pandasheva she thought that the 
so it begins with the distinction uh, based on practice. It says you should uh, worship and serve the Buddha. Uh, um, so I. Um, so in the, the Tibetan, it says, uh, and it just keeps saying in these stages, in these, sta in these stages, uh, so according to the order before, basically. So the insert in the English is the, the for ease, is the, uh, you should uh, worship and, and serve the Buddha, just to begin, but it says as, order as before, basically, in the Tibetan. Uh, so you should worship and serve the Buddhas. Uh, so worship and serve. Uh, worship uh, here, this chupa is the offering, make offerings and so forth, and ser uh, so uh, uh, um, uh, uh, making an offering of when we make an offering of our food before we take it in uh, and so forth, uh, or making offerings on an altar. Uh, this would be this, what this word worship uh, um, could be also translated as offer. Uh, you should make offerings and serve the Buddha, the service of the Buddha. Um, it's difficult to... Uh, because we would say right now the Buddha isn't present uh, in this world. Uh, but if we look at it in terms of how we would relate it to a teacher, uh, so for instance, if we were uh, um, uh, cleaning the teacher's room or the place that the teacher stays at and keeping it very clean uh, and making sure that their robes uh, and so forth are clean, this would be what this word in here of service is referring to. It's an actual actively serving uh, the Buddha. So it's, it's difficult in these times without Buddha's present, but if we were looking at it in terms of service to the teacher, um, then this is, uh, Rinpoche just gave an example of, of it, uh, what service to a teacher, and you know, just what the meaning of this word serve is. Uh, it's basically aiding, helping with certain things. Uh, but we can say that we have various temples and so forth with the, the images of enlightenment and so forth. So we can make offerings to those images. Uh, and by cleaning the room, uh, um, then we can imagine that we're cleaning the actual Buddha's room. Uh, because in this case, if we were serving the Buddha, we would be actually, you know, where the Buddha abides, we would go there and we would clean his or her room, uh, and, and then we would uh, um, uh, um, make offerings and so forth to him or her uh, and clean his or her robes. Um, uh, but uh, it, because we don't have that opportunity at this moment, uh, we can do imagine these things uh, because we do have the depictions and images of enlightenment within the temples and so forth. Uh, so uh, we, we also, um, uh, when we meditate upon the mind that aspires to enlightenment uh, and emptiness, uh, these things uh, become necessary as well. Uh, but this is a different type of thing than actually <coughs> offerings and giving <coughs> service. Uh, so... Uh, um, these are different. I, th I think I got everything. I apologize if I missed anything. Don't 
Okay, so then you should become familiar with the teaching by applying yourself to yoga. So the yoga here is referring to the various stages in practice. Uh, so if we look at it according to... Uh, so here, this is referring to the Dharma, uh, the Dharma jewel uh, in this particular case. Uh, so here, if we're looking at what uh, these various vehicles do relating to applying themselves to yoga... Uh, beginning with the uh, uh, um, uh, hearers in solitary realizers vehicle, uh, they uh, uh, um, accumulate and their their own not as a combination. I'll do it separately. So the hearers vehicle uh, goes through their uh, various stages uh, uh, of practice and so forth, of uh, renunciation and the higher trainings and so forth, and then uh, um, uh, um, it achieves uh, their goals. The solitary realizers. Uh, um, uh, develop renunciation, a desire to definitely emerge, uh, and then unite those practices as the hearers do with the three highest higher trainings of ethics, concentration, and wisdom, uh, and then are able to go through the various uh, um, uh, um, pathways, whether it's hearers or solitary realizers, pathways of accumulation preparation, seeing meditation and no more learning to achieve foe destroyer, and then the bodhisattva yana, the bodhisattvas go through their various various pathways, uh, achieve uh, um, um, after a desire to emerge, the mind that aspires to enlightenment, and then uh, um, traverse the bodhisattva's pathways that are united with the wisdom realizing emptiness of, uh, and so forth. So traversing the various uh, paths and grounds to achieve the state of Buddhahood. Uh, so this, the yoga is what this is referring to here are those practices just mentioned that allow those uh, beings to achieve their dharma, their realization, uh, realizations. <laughs> Sazinki, Oh, because 
Okay, so the final uh, speaks about the uh, um, those aspiring to virtue, supreme rarity, or the Sangha jewel. Uh, you should cultivate a uh, relationship with the uh, community or the Sangha through uh, sharing the teaching uh, and uh, um, material goods. Uh, so the interpretation here is that the Sangha Jewel achieves the realizations of the pathways shared in common with beings of small and medium capacity uh, and great uh, capacity. Uh, um, uh, so here the sharing of the teaching um, uh, um, uh, is referring to the, uh, because the um, uh, Sangha Jewel has studied very well and achieved the realizations of those uh, various uh, uh, um, um, uh, scopes or capacities, uh, then we should, uh, as practitioners, the relationship we have with that community should be one that is such that we uh, pay, uh, pay homage to them uh, and make it so that the teaching is possible. Uh, so make it so that these, these things can go on. Uh, so here uh, we have a center. Uh, we have a, a way that the, the, the teaching uh, can go on. Uh, previously, when there were uh, superiors, Arya beings uh, in the world, uh, then we could say, you know, this is speaking specifically to them. But now, when we see uh, the ordained community, monks or nuns, uh, we can't say with certainty whether they are the uh, true Sangha, the true Arya community, uh, but if we uh, act as if they are, and we make offerings, and we make the uh, uh, things conducive for them to be able to explain what they have realized, it allows us to achieve the Dharma realization as well. Uh, so uh, this is our relationship that we have with the community. Uh, so the community, uh, referring to the superior or Arya superiors, uh, but... In this case, we can say that if uh, we don't know if a monk or a nun is a superior or not, but if we um, uh, uh, act as if, then we receive those that virtue and those qualities uh, later. What does uh, so when one goes towards the uh, 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 um, practices and goes for refuge towards the uh, Sangha jewel, uh, then uh, here it first speaks of the, uh, the teaching that is shared, and that's speaking of the teachings of small, medium, and great capacity. So this is uh, what is uh, shared. Uh, because the, 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 the community has achieved those various realizations, uh, uh, and, uh, uh, and, and through this, uh, and then it says, uh, and then uh, one 
material goods. So this is food and a house and so forth, creating the uh, place where uh, the uh, Sangha community uh, um, um, can uh, live and eat and, and uh, so forth so that they can transmit this teaching. So by doing so, we then can become uh, path, those uh, being on the path of accumulation, a being on the path of preparation, a being on the path of seeing, a being on the path of meditation, a being on the path of no more learning, uh, and so forth. Uh, so here it says sharing the teaching. Uh, this is the, they're, they're sharing the teaching. We're creating the environment uh, that will allow this to go on so that then we can achieve those realizations of the pathways. So then, uh, by practicing the various teachings and by making offerings and so forth to the uh, um, uh, um, uh, those aspiring to virtue, we then can achieve the various uh, uh, through the stages of the teachings of uh, uh, for beings of small, uh, medium, uh, and great capacities. Uh, achieve the state of uh, superior of the hearers, solitary realizers, uh, uh, bodhisattva, uh, and uh, um, uh, Buddha superiors, which would be all Sangha. Uh, so the hearers, superior, solitary realizer, bodhisattva, and Buddha superiors, all being uh, uh, the Sangha jewel. Uh, so we can achieve those various uh, goals. ชินิมาเทเรนโกอ่าซอเอ่อวิลนาวเทคอะชอร์ทเอ่อเอ่อเกบาวลูอะดูสุดูบิชาตุชาตุชุลาซอเดอะทูซอลิเทอรี่เร
The distinction based on recollection. Uh, you should recollect the good qualities of each of the three jewels by reciting thus the Bhagavan. Uh, so here we went over uh, the excellent qualities of the, the various jewels. So this recollection is repeated, uh, repeatedly thinking about it so one doesn't forget. Uh, so the excellent qualities of the Buddha. So we went over the excellent qualities of the Buddha's body, speech, mind, and enlightened activities. Uh, and then we went over the excellent qualities uh, of, of the Dharma. Uh, and then it, it speaks of the Dharma uh, giving rise to uh, the Buddha's excellent qualities, dividing it and so forth, uh, uh, emanating it, etc. So we spoke of the excellent qualities uh, in the section on the excellent qualities of the Dharma. Uh, the excellent qualities uh, of the Sangha uh, dealt with uh, the excellent qualities of, of, of uh, um, giving the teaching and trusting the, itself to the teaching and, and so forth. Uh, um, uh, uh, so we found that the excellent qualities of the Sangha were that those they conducted themselves according to the Dharma uh, and then uh, um, gave the actual teachings and so forth, the instructions. Uh, um, and they were the most excellent practitioners of the teaching. Uh, so then these were the excellent qualities that we found uh, about the Sangha jewel. So when we uh, look at this point here, in this recollection, uh, we do this again and again, and by doing so, we have a, a, a firm uh, understanding of these distinctions that we, uh, that we don't forget because we are re remembering it or thinking about it again and again. Uh, so that, that's the point that's made here. So it says, thus the Bhagavan, etc., etc. Uh, um, here, this is just meaning to, to not forget it, to think about it. Here's one. So then we also So then we uh, then when we look at what the the actual, the actual Buddha Dharma and Sangha jewel is, uh, we can find that each of those, when we define them or we look at the definition of them, have eight excellent qualities. So we look at the sublime continuum to find the definition of each of these uh, three different jewels. So first, in the flight, sublime continuum defines the Buddha jewel as the essence of the Buddha possessing the two sets of meaning, ability, compassion, exalted wisdom, exalted wisdom of others, condition, uh, spontaneity, and unconditioned. So we found then eight excellent qualities. And the Dharma jewel is the pure path in the continuum of superiors, possessing excellent qualities. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, Dharma is defined as that which is possessing the two truths, free from desire, is an antidote, lucid, pure, non-conceptual, uh, non-dual, uh, 
and inconceivable. And then the Sangha jewel uh, being defined as the intelligent, irreversible assemblage possessing the highest excellent qualities, pure perceiving reality and diversity throughout exalted wisdom. Uh, so these define uh, those three jewels. And then there's eight excellent qualities we discussed previously related to that definition and so forth. So we think about these different distinctions and we don't forget them. And then that's what this means, distinction based on recollection. Gongel Mevachig. The Tseni Jason. Yeah. What the Jesu Tembi Chaba, what the Jesu Tembi Chaba, the だったら、ちょうどね、ね、シェスジ、ちょうどね、ね、シェスジ、シェスジ、シェスジ、シェスジ、シェスジ、シェスジ、シェスジ、シェスジ、シェスジ、シェスジ、シェスジ、シェスジ
the Buddha has the excellent qualities of uh, body, speech, mind, and enlightened activities. Uh, and then uh, we look next towards the next jewel, the, the Dharma jewel. And then in the uh, compendium of teachings, uh, we find in Asanga's compendium of teachings, we find uh, the Dharma jewel. It says that the, the, the Dharma, when speaking about the Bhagavan uh, Buddha's, uh, creates or and, and, and governs them. They arise from the teaching and are within the scope, uh, sphere of the teaching and depend on the teaching and are produ the teaching produces them. Uh, so here uh, we find this is an excellent quality of the teaching because it's giving rise to the Bhagavan uh, and the Buddhas and then the excellent qualities of the uh, Sangha Jewel uh, where it speaks uh, um, uh, again in the compendium of teachings uh, uh, um, uh, uh, that the, the community teaches the teaching, practices it, and reflects on it and is within the teachings uh, sphere or is the, with the teachings field. Uh, so the, here the compendium of teaching speaks of the, the, the community here, those who aspire to the virtue, the Sangha jewel, and the excellent quality being that they actually give the instructions of the teachings and practices it and so forth. They're examples of uh, the actual uh, Dharma itself. So the teaching here teaches the Dharma. Uh, the teaching here is specifically referring to the Dharma. Uh, so this is an excellent quality. So we find in Maitreya's Sublime Continuum uh, and the various other commentaries, Penchen Sanadrapa's Parshin Shittin, we went over the eight different excellent qualities of each of these jewels. So we would look at the eight excellent qualities of the Buddha jewel, the eight excellent qualities of the Dharma jewel, the excellent, eight excellent qualities of the Sangha jewel. And we would reflect on this again and again and again. And now we then we would be able to to know the distinctions and not forget them. So uh, this is the practice of recollection. Uh, so there isn't a forgetting of these distinctions uh, and the recollection is of the excellent qualities and so forth. What is that? This is Jambi Chaba. That's why not be able to be Chaba. So not be able to be Chaba. The Kazirendo. Senil Jubi Chaba. Tele Chaba. Mambi Chaba. Dubi Chaba, Jesu Tembi Chaba, Tasono Piotle, the Remude. Tuba Remude, Tuba. Tuba, Sono Piola Jubi Chabane, Kazat, the Chuju want to see, Sono two Piotes, Kazat, you want to see, Sono Piote, Sanji Consul, Genu Consul Nitres, Sanji Consul, Sanji and Kazasun Gennu <laughs> Gennu Gonju de Kaza Mobula Tene, Sonapio Jagurus. Tapena Gennu Gonju Mazu 
so here, uh, now we've gotten to the sixth point. So we've gone over the distinction based on defining characteristics. We've gone over the distinction based on uh, enlightened activities, the distinction based on devotion, distinction based on practice, the distinction based on recollection. Uh, and now we've arrived at the distinction based on how they increase uh, merit. So it says supreme uh, merit is increased through the influence of either persons or teachings. The Buddha and the community are instances of the former. Also, you can increase merit and dependence on either a single person or many persons. The community is a case of the latter because it requires uh, four monks. Uh, so here uh, we begin, it says the supreme merit is increased uh, through the influence of either persons or teachings. So persons here are referring to uh, um, the two of the jewels, the Buddha jewel uh, and the Sangha jewel, or those aspiring to virtue jewel. Uh, so the, the, the teaching uh, jewel is the, uh, the, the teaching. Uh, so the first, it says the Buddha and the community are instances of the, the former. Uh, so here it says you can increase merit and dependence on either uh, a single person. So in the case of the Buddha, we would say this would be our ability to increase merit uh, related to them, uh, related to a single person or a single being, uh, a person being. Uh, and then in the case of the uh, Sangha, uh, it says many persons because we've learned that all superiors in, in any among the vehicles are considered uh, the uh, um, Sangha jewel or Sangha community, Sangha. Uh, so those are many persons. And then if we look at the non-Arya uh, nominal Sangha jewel, uh, we can say that it consists of four, a grouping of four uh, ordained uh, practitioners uh, in one place. Uh, so that also uh, refers to multiple uh, and then uh, not only multiple, but there's the need for it to be a person. Uh, so uh, this, uh, when we're speaking of persons, we're referring to either the Buddha jewel in a singular sense, uh, if it's just Buddha, uh, and then the, uh, in the Sangha jewel, uh, we're speaking of a, a lot of, of, of different members. What is that about? The Sanjay Mambo Yure. So, Rimache, I was asking Rimache, so there's many Buddhas, just like there's many uh, Aryas, many different Buddhas. He's saying if we're referring to the object of one specific Buddha, if we took Buddha Shakyamuni, for instance, but if we're looking at the uh, an, an ordained grouping, we would need four specifically, and then if we're looking at Aryas in general, there's many Aryas. Um, but the point was made. He said, but if the, the one singular we're speaking of uh, would be in the case of the singular uh, um, uh, Buddha, one specific Buddha, such as Buddha Shakyamuni. 
uh, so uh, then this section that deals with going for refuge through commitment uh, is quite a, a small uh, section, but here at the center, uh, we've gone over many times this idea of what the Buddha's qualities in the Dharma and, uh, and Sangha and so forth, and how the Buddha is like a doctor and the Dharma is like a medicine, and that the Sangha is like a helpful aid or an assistant or a nurse, uh, and what the, the meaning behind that is. Uh, so we can uh, begin to understand and acknowledge uh, what this means, or going for refuge through assertion or commitment, by way of knowing these six points that are mentioned before. And there's some commentaries uh, are clearer than others, and some don't even. None of the some of these points aren't even made clear. Um, but if we go through these six points, the distinction based on defining characteristics, enlightened activities, based on devotion, based on practice, based on the recollection, and based on the increase of merit, uh, then we'll become clearer and clearer, and we'll be able to go for refuge through this assertion, our own assertion, through our own commitment. Uh, so the, this commitment is like our own, uh, it's not a commitment to do it, it's a, we're committed because we assert this is it. This is our assertion. So um, I'm not trying to play with words or be bombastic or anything like that. I just want to get the clarity of what the Tibetan is trying to bring uh, as best as possible to connect it with the commentary. Thank you. Oh, next Judge Ruba Then 
So we begin with going for refuge, the next section, going for refuge by refusing to acknowledge uh, others' refuges. The long kabane, long shera long. で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、
is what it says here. Uh, so the distinction of teacher. Uh, so what is distinction of teacher here? When we speak of uh, uh, teacher and we're speaking towards our tradition, our teacher, we're speaking of Shakyamuni Buddha. Uh, when we speak of uh, it in, this, in, in the sense of Buddhism in this word here, teacher, it's referring to a Bhagavan, to the uh, Shakyamuni Buddha. Uh, the teacher of this time is Shakyamuni. Uh, so here... Uh, um, the teacher, uh, in, according to Buddhism, uh, is the most excellent type of teacher. So the difference in teacher. What is the difference in teacher here? The difference in teacher here is referring to it versus a Buddhist teacher uh, and a non-Buddhist teacher. Uh, so what is the difference in teacher? Uh, so here, Buddha Shakyamuni <coughs> has abandoned all negativities. Uh, and achieved all excellent qualities. Buddha Shakyamuni has been able to, through practicing the mind that aspires to enlightenment and uniting that with the wisdom realizing emptiness, uh, traverse the various paths and grounds and, and gotten rid of or abandoned all of the afflictive obstructions and the obstructions to omniscience. So he has achieved the state of perfection as a completely full realized uh, being uh, without any, any uh, uh, it's reached the state of all knowing. There's no higher uh, state of achievement um, because he's uh, traversed the various pathways which result in the eradication of these negativities. Uh, so, uh, the, for, for instance, uh, the uh, other practitioners who grasp, uh, who are, uh, would be considered uh, other, it's uh, really uh, outsiders, and outside of what? Outside of Buddhism. So that would be the most literal translation, the Buddhist and outsiders. So outsiders' view uh, is that there is a truly established self, uh, that phenomena is truly established. So the result of that grasping creates a different result or a different teacher than the result of negating that grasping, meditating on bodhicitta and eradicating the afflictions and so forth. So the result is different. So the teacher is different. Uh, so this is why uh, it says there is a difference. So when we look at uh, um, when we're talking about uh, scripture, when we look at what the Buddhist teaching is, if we say uh, um, scriptural uh, um, uh, 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 turning of the wheel, uh, or scriptural dharma, then we're necessarily uh, um, uh, um, uh, talking about uh, the Buddhist Shakyamuni, or the uh, Buddhist pronouncements, the three baskets, the, uh, Vinaya, uh, the, the Sutra basket, the Vinaya basket, and the Abhidharma basket. So when we're speaking of, of that, we're speaking specifically of the three baskets, the, the, the turning of the wheel uh, of Dharma. So this is the scriptural Dharma. Uh, if we look, if we're speaking of scriptural truth, uh, then and, uh, we can say that scriptural truth can be any explanation given within the conjure, the pronouncements of Lord Buddha, or the tenger, the authentic Indian commentaries related to the three baskets of instruction, the Vinaya basket, the Sutra basket, and the Abhidharma basket. Uh, and if it is realizational truth, it is necessarily the practice of the scriptural truth. So it's the practice of that scriptural truth that leads to the realization of it. Uh, so this is the scriptural truth. Uh, so if it's scriptural, uh, 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 I'm sorry, it's uh, realizational truth. So if it's scriptural truth, it is uh, anything uh, taught 
by the conjure and tanger about the three baskets. Uh, if it's realizational truth, uh, it's a realization achieved through that those pra those, <coughs> those teachings. But if it is a scripture, if it is a uh, um, scriptural lung lung chu uh, lung chu chu -pu. if it is a scriptural doctrine. So then it is necessary, Rimache, the Lungichukor, so if it is a scriptural turning a wheel of Dharma, it is necessarily, uh, that's what it is, if it's, I, I misread my notes, so if it's, a, I'm just going to redo that section very fast, if it's a scriptural turning of the wheel of Dharma, it is necessarily the Buddha turning the wheel of the Dharma, teaching any among the three baskets. If it's a scriptural truth, it's any among the teachings of the conjure and tanger about the three baskets. And if it's a realizational truth, it's a practice of what is contained in the conjure and tanger about the three baskets that allows one to realize it. So scriptural turning of the wheel refers to a Buddha teaching scriptural truth uh, can be in uh, conjure and tanger. So sorry about uh, the mixing up of the words for a moment, but that's the, the final uh, uh, fact on that. So um, uh, the reason, so when we go back to the Tibet, uh, the English, it says going for refuge by refusing to acknowledge other refuges means first of all understanding the differences in worth between Buddhist and non-Buddhist teachers, teachings and disciples, for then you will uphold only the three jewels as your refuge and refuse teachers, teachings, disciples that do not accord with them. The distinctions between Buddhist and non-Buddhist teachers, uh, etc. are as follows. Uh, so um, and then it gets into the points that we're just kind of summarizing <coughs> without fault and has all the same qualities, why the path that's practiced is different, so the result is different, etc., etc. Uh, so these are the points that are logically made here to, to cite this. It isn't just stated. Uh, just to state it, it's stated with the then logical proof that's about to uh, be given. There's a section I know that I have missed. Um, and uh, uh, Rinpoche gave some divisions, and I just apologize. I, I don't even have a frame of reference to ask to go back to it, so I missed something, and I do apologize for that. ตาชิบิเนี่ยบาตานาบิเนี่ยบาตานาบิเนี่ยบาตานาบิเนี่ยบาตานาบิเนี่ยบาตานาบิเนี่ยบาตานาบิเนี่ยบาตานาบิเน
here it says the, uh, the Buddha has uh, all the excellent qualities <coughs> and is faultless. Uh, um, um, we then look at others' teachers and look at what the difference uh, be between, uh, we find what the differences uh, uh, um, are. Uh, so the distinction that Buddha is without fault and has perfected all. So uh, we're going to skip down to the next part, the distinction of the teacher. The Buddha is without fault and has perfected good qualities, but the teachers of other religions are the opposite of uh, this. Uh, so here, uh, um, this is the first point that's made, uh, is the Buddha uh, is, is out with, without fault. This way. Decent. <laughs> So the Buddha is without faults and has perfected good qualities, but the teachers of other religions are the opposite of this. And then there's a quote from who? Udbata Sa. Udbata Siddhi Va means uh, praise of the exalted, the Sanjuke, the Ming, the Sanjuke Ming, the Shirakali Kapudu. So Udbata Siddhi Va means praise of the exalted one. So then we have a quote from uh, an Indian master, uh, obviously, uh, um, that will relate to the distinctions uh, related uh, to teacher. Um, and uh, if I miss my section here, it is a refusal of acknowledging outsiders' refuge and then the, the distinction about the teacher. Um, but the first part deals with the difference between a Buddhist teacher and non-Buddhist teacher as it reads, as I read, uh, and now we're in that next section. Okay, so this praise of the exalted one will be quoted now. Dan <laughs> Okay, so uh, then, praise of the exalted one. Having forsaken other teachers, I go for refuge to O, o Bhagavan. So here this is saying, uh, not acknowledging the outsiders, uh, outsider teachers, 
um, uh, um, I go for refuge to the Buddha. So I don't acknowledge outsiders' teachers. I go for refuge to the Buddha. So what is the reason for this? And the supporting reason is if someone should ask why, uh, it is because you have no faults and possess all good qualities. So the Buddha um, has achieved the state which is beyond the afflictive obstructions uh, and gotten rid of the obstructions to omniscience. So has achieved the state of all-knowing where there is an abandonment of all faults and uh, an achievement of all excellent qualities possible. Uh, so this is why uh, it says that I go for refuge because it's the uh, ultimate uh, object to go for refuge, the being to go for refuge uh, to. Uh, and then it says, and also, uh, so then it'll get into um, some more points. So this is also from that ตะตะตะตะมงชั่วละดากสันเทวะจุรุสเวสะมะติเจญจุงโลตุสันมะบตานะสันมะบตานะตะคุจุยมะบยุจุรุเวสะเจญมะบยุจุรุสันรามะบ
the comparison can be made and the uh, faults uh, or non-faults uh, can be seen. So it says the more one reflects upon uh, the, both the outsider's doctrines and the Buddhist doctrine, one will clearly see uh, the qualities of, of the Buddhist doctrine. Uh, uh, and, and one will then have great faith in uh, the Buddha uh, and the Buddha's uh, um, doctrine. So it says by thinking about it and studying the non-Buddhist tradition or outsider's tradition and the Buddhist tradition and, and comparing them, one will see uh, um, uh, the greatness of the Buddhist doctrine and then go develop a faith and go for refuge. And it says those whose mind are ruined by the faults of tenets. So here uh, um, it's saying um, the faulty tenets. So um, because it says it is, they're devised by one who is not omniscient. Because the tenet systems are devised by a being whose result is not an all-knowing state, an omniscient state, free of the afflictive obstructions and obstructions to omniscience, uh, their tenets are faulty. And therefore, we find tenets that are statements that they, things are truly established, phenomena is truly definitely established, the self is truly established, or truly, uh, um, uh, truly existent. Um, uh, so, because uh, uh, um, they were not taught by, these tenets were not taught by an uh, omniscient being, they are faulty. And it says, those whose minds are ruined can't even see you faultless teachers. So it says, those whose minds have been ruined by wrong view, teachings that are wrong view, can't even see the excellent qualities of the Buddha because their minds have been corrupted by all of these faulty uh, ways of understanding and so forth uh, that are not correct. Uh, so he, there's a couple of points that are made here. It says, the more that I reflect on the two traditions, outsiders' traditions and Buddhist traditions, the more faith I develop uh, in the Buddhist tradition. Uh, and it says that it's because the mind of an omniscient being would create the perfect tenets, the, the, the without fault, <coughs> the tenets without fault. And if a teacher isn't omniscient, they can't create a faultless tenet system. If someone follows a faulty tenet system, then their mind becomes ruined and they can't see what is right any longer. So the, the point that's being made here uh, is to uh, um, um, uh, that, that the wrong view can obscure what is right. What do you think about what was wrong? So this is the difference uh, 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 this, this, the difference of teacher, or the distinction of the teacher. Um, and, and the, the previous uh, paragraph I read through is all uh, as, re as it reads. So I'll just reread it just in case I missed, I think I missed the last line or something. Going for refuge by refusing to acknowledge other refuges. Going for refuge means... Uh, going for refuge by refusing to acknowledge other refuge means, first of all, understanding the differences in worth between Buddhist and non-Buddhist teachers, teachings, and disciples. For then you will uphold only the three jewels as your refuge and refuse teachers, teachings, and disciples that do not accord with them. The distinctions between Buddhist and non-Buddhist teachers are as follows. The distinction of teacher, the differences between teacher, the Buddhist without fault and has perfected good qualities, but the teachers of other religions are the opposite of this. So the other religious teachers are not without fault. They have a 
achieve different results, so they don't have all of these excellent qualities that are free of faults. So it says, having forsaken other teachers, I go for refuge to you, O Bhagavan. If someone should ask why, it's because you have no faults and possess all excellent qualities. The more I reflect on other non-Buddhist traditions, outsiders' traditions, the greater my faith becomes, O, o Protector. And this is O Buddha. Your, their minds are ruined by a faults of tenets devised by those who are not omniscient. Those whose minds are ruined cannot even see you, faultless teacher. So non-Buddhists then would say Buddhists are, are wrong. So... It's important when we make lines of division that we make lines of division based on knowing what the differences really are and not just making, a, making dividing it. We are Buddhists. It's no benefit to us to say that non-outsiders view or non-Buddhists. Outsiders it sounds funny, but it's literal. But non-Buddhists views are, are. It wouldn't be beneficial to say that they're bad or good for us to say they're bad. Uh. So uh, I won't be able to quote it exactly, but we should uh, realize that when, uh, even when we're doing debate and we're debating the various differences and views of other systems and so forth, uh, um, uh, we uh, shouldn't be doing this for the sake of uh, our competition or defeating another opponent. We should be do doing it to get to the bottom of what the pathways to liberation truly are, what the two truths truly are, what the Four Noble Truths truly are, what the nature of reality really is. So it's for the point of getting to the bottom of those points and not for the sake of defeating or uh, embarrassing others. What one view uh, Rimache said, uh, quoted something like, the view that I hold might anger a, a, another without aid or not without helping them. So uh, we have to look at those distinctions and realize that uh, w when we're engaging in debate and so forth, it's for the point of investigation and analysis and not for like ego or, I wish I could find the exact quote. Uh, so it's for the point of that. Kapkagi. It's in the Madhyamika Avatara by Chandra <laughs> <where it speaks laughs> So now we should make uh, very uh, good aspirations. Yeah. Uh, everyone here uh, listened very well. 
so yeah. thank you so much. Uh, so uh, slowly uh, we'll be able to understand uh, this information. Yeah. So we'll do the concluding uh, mandala offering uh, and dedication prayer. And again, thank you everyone for coming. The fundamental ground is scented with incense and strewn with flowers, adorned with Mount Meru, the four continents, the sun and the moon. I imagine this as a Buddha land and offer it. May all sentient beings enjoy this pure land. I dedicate whatever virtues I have collected for the benefit of the teachings and of all sentient beings, and in particular for the essential teachings of Venerable Lozandrapa to shine forever. I send forth this jeweled mandala to you, precious Guru. I dedicate all this virtue to emulate the knowledge of the hero Manjushri and likewise Samantabhadra as well. With whatever dedication is praised as supreme by all the conquerors who traverse the three times, I also dedicate all my roots of virtue for the sake of auspicious deeds. In that pure land surrounded by snowy mountains, you are the source of all benefit and happiness. All powerful Avogateshvara Tenzin Gyatso, may you stay until samsara's end. I pray for the long life of the precious Kensar Wandak, upholder of scriptural and realizational doctrines, the spiritual friend who trained extensively in the five great philosophical texts with exceptional wisdom and perseverance. Tuji Rimchi Gutsi Shapi Denrunan.